0: Welcome to another episode of Mac and Joe Talk on a Podcast. How's it going everyone? Thanks for joining us for another episode. It's been a couple weeks since we've been here, so we appreciate you guys waiting on us. Um, We were both on vacation last week. Joe, you uh, had a good time? Absence
1: makes the heart grow fun. There
0: you go. I like that. Um, you had a good time in Tahoe, Joe? I did. It was
1: beautiful. And yeah? actually, the air was clearer there than it is here. Was it? Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, it was kind of end of the summer, right? So a lot of people were there, kind of. Yeah,
1: I mean. People uh,
0: getting their last minute vacation. Exactly. exactly.
1: We were in South Shore, uh, not to... Spent too much time on this. But no, yeah, South Shore is awesome. South Shore it was beautiful. We uh, we had dinner. We hit some golf balls. We had a good. T- we had a really good time. Nice,
0: awesome. I was in Oregon last week at the Shakespeare Festival. saw saw three shows. Loved them all. Love um, love going to that place. But it has been a couple weeks, so we've been off. So we have a bunch a bunch of stuff to get into. Yeah. So we're really just going to jump right back into it. Some of this stuff would be from last week. Some of this stuff would be. From the week that that just happened, a couple weeks ago, excuse me. Um, So some of this news, Joe, if I'm giving the wrong information or there's updated news, just correct me on it. Or if you're listening out there and and there's something that we give uh, false information on, uh, correct us as well. Feel free to send me a a comment or email saying, hey, Mac, you're wrong. (laughs) Um, That's all good. Uh, Because some of this stuff, like I said, I've been keeping notes for two weeks. So we're just going to jump into it. We're going to follow up with uh, the story that just won't seem to go away, which is the James Gunn story. The fiasco is more like it. I'm not going to rehash everything that's happened, uh, simply because we've done that for a couple weeks. If you're on this train listening to us, you're on this train listening to us. I'm not going to rehash it. Um, But it has been official. What I will bring to you is it's official that James Gunn will not be back. Um, Alan Horn, who is the head of the studio for Walt Disney... Did take a meeting with James Gunn. It was a clear the air meeting. It was a let's let's sit sit down and talk. Um, that was the the last straw. That was it. That was the. Now it's officially you're not gonna come back. Uh, it's very telling that Kevin Feige was not at the meeting. Um, so that basically means he took the meeting kind of out of respect for James Gunn, or or however you want to you know press publicity, however you want to spin it. That's fine. Um, The news that has come out recently is that Marvel has now indefinitely delayed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. They're still going reportedly ahead with it. There are rumors out there of potential directors, potential people taking over. The fan favorite seems to be Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok, which is a much-beloved film. Very much has a Guardians tone to it, um, although nothing has been...
1: ...offered or officialed until James Gunn gets his buyout done. Um, Just to step in real quick. um, This does not mean that he's not going to get any credit for the movie. It just means that he won't be the director. Um, He has turned in a script for the film. Yep. And he has, you know, so he's obviously written a substantial portion of the film. I think he wrote wrote a a first draft, right? He wrote the first draft, which means... Unless they start over from square one from scratch, which yeah. I doubt they do, he will get some sort of credit on um, do, do you
0: think they'll go with the script? Because at this point, I don't think that's
1: even well, a good okay. idea. But, okay, so uh, I read this from an article from Stephen Colbert on ScreenRant.com, and his, his opinion was that he would get – was that James Gunn is going to get some sort of credit as a writer for the film because it's because it's much easier or it's much harder to not give credit to people that deserve it as a writer versus as a director a director they can simply cut the ties and then let it be done but it's very difficult for them to kind of not give credit to his to the story when he's written so much about it already Makes they would have to start from square one and maybe you're right maybe Maybe because they're suspending suspending it indefinitely, maybe they are gonna do it from scratch, but it's gonna be very difficult for them to kind of come up with a brand new story yeah. that doesn't allude in some way or another to his original script. Yeah.
0: So part of it is, thank you, Joe, for that. Yeah. Um, so part of it is um scheduling issues um, with the cast. You know, we don't know what phase four. Is going to entail totally. We have some ideas, you know, Doctor Strange 2, things like that. Um, But Zoe Zaldana is under contract to make three more Avatar films. That's going to take up a bunch of time, if she's even going to be back in it. Chris Pratt still has the third Jurassic World film that takes about a year out of his life coming up. Uh, A bunch of these, Vin Diesel will make Fast and Furious films the rest of his life. Um, You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, your point of, yes, if they keep James Gunn's script, will that be a good way to kind of help the bridge with some of the actors, with some of the fan base? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would love to see James Gunn's script go ahead with it. Um, if you do that, though, then you're still in the same conundrum of why are you using this guy's script? If you could
1: use a script, why didn't you just use him as a director? But, okay, so I guess my point is, is it's not that easy for them. To kind of not use his script. If, yeah, um, if,
0: if they're going to shoot...
1: Any, in, any, in any time single that they want. part of it. Any yeah. single part of it. It has to give credit. They, sure. There was, like I said, there was an article I read... It, where, where it alludes to a couple different instances where people came on as a as a late writer or they changed writers. Yeah, yeah. And it still alluded to Like the a original, script doctor, right? Yeah, a script doctor. And it still gave reference to the original person who wrote the script. Yeah. So it's going to be, like I said, they're going to have to go from scratch, like bare bones. Yeah. And just do something brand new. But and
0: anyway. I, yeah, no, no. I, I think I I think you're right. Uh, if they want to keep to any sort of timetable, they, exactly. they have to keep Again, we talk about Marvel. We talk about Disney. We talk about the machine that is this. This machine needs to keep going. Yep. Uh, last week, I talked about how I didn't, I wasn't sure there would be a Guardians three. I've kind of, or the week before, excuse me. Um, I've kind of changed tones on that, having thought about it more. Guardians, besides the Avengers, is probably their most important solo franchise. Yeah. Uh, because Iron Man's done and Thor's gonna be done and Captain America's gonna be done. Oh, you know this for I, sure. I don't know this, I'm just <laughs> guessing. Um, but even Guardians, even if you remove the Guardian characters now, there are other characters from space that can slide into Guardian roles. There are just like there are multiple versions of the Avengers. There are multiple versions of Guardians of the Galaxy. Gotcha. Um, They are building an entire new ride in Epcot on the Guardians of the Galaxy. The first ride at Disney California with the Marvel expansion was Guardians of the Galaxy. It's that popular. Um, So I don't think they want to just throw away the brand in terms of the movie. Um, Whatever... Again, it's, it's a thankless job for whatever director takes on the role. So... My guess is we won't hear anything until a Phase 4 announcement at some point, which will happen after probably. Avengers 4 next year. Maybe probably something D23. at D23, possibly. Um, but, yeah, let us know what you guys think. If there's a director you want, Taika Waititi would be great. I think if you've seen Thor Ragnar, I know you probably you haven't seen, yet, haven't yet. seen it yet, Jeff. Um, you would enjoy it. Um, people love that film. It's hugely beloved. I think it would fit with The Guardians 3. Um, does he want to make another Marvel film? Again, I have no idea. Uh, but that's our follow-up with James Gunn. I said we would. Now, the other topic that I'm following up with, and this is where we got some responses from you guys, was the Academy Award popular film. Now, when I listened to our podcast from before, I was driving, and I just had it on, and I definitely came off as a little harsh, I think. Um, that's just me. Not
1: well-deserved, not, not that it was unsubstantiated. Sure, I,
0: maybe that's just me being critical of myself. Um, But thank you. So there was a comment we had. So thank you for the comment was someone said, hey, you know, the Academy Award right now, the best picture is usually just best drama. Right. That's kind of usually what the category has become. You look at the films that are nominated for best picture. They're usually just best drama. So instead of having a best picture and a popular film award, why don't you have a best drama, a best comedy? A best action sci-fi, and that way the best animated feature, you know, makes a little bit more sense versus kind of trying to, you know, just have one category that fits all when clearly that isn't working. Um, any thoughts on that, Joe? Has has your tone changed about it? It's Cause to changed. me that
1: makes a little bit more it's sense. Changed, but if anything, I've gone more in the opposite direction. Really, um, of you, even more so. Um, I read an article on Rolling Stone by Tim Grierson, and he thinks it's a joke. Um,
0: actually, I love
1: I love Tim Grierson as a writer. It, a, it really was it was it was an incredible article. Check and, it out, guys. He's and, like, I haven't read it, but he's an incredible writer. Yeah, it uh, it I'm surprised that you actually like the idea now. Because, I, I don't like because, it because, I because feel the like if so they are going to fun- go.
0: If they're going to do it, they should go all the way.
1: Because because like, all the reasons that you gave two weeks ago were extremely well thought out and appropriate reasons to dislike the idea. Well, thank you. And And the reason that I, one of the big reasons why I don't like this idea is because if, if how would they go about voting for the most popular, for the best popular film? Is what? it going to be whoever sells the most tickets? Right. What, what's because, that category? Because that's stupid. That's such a dumb idea because then all you're doing, like, like, like you mentioned two weeks ago, to plug our podcast last week or two weeks ago, those popular films are already raking in money. Yeah. They don't need the accolades. It's the it's it's the unsung heroes, the uh, underdogs. You know, the quiet films. They need the accolades. They need they need the notoriety.
0: Yes, and yes and yes not only
1: that, but if you're going to make the popular film not be anything other than the one that sells the most tickets, how are you going to grade it? Is it going to be is it going to be like what they do with the With the best picture now. Um, And lastly, if they do do it, whoever sells the most tickets, then what are you doing? You're putting the Academy Award in the hands of everyday viewers. You're putting the decision in everyday viewers. And that's not what the Academy Awards are about. They may be, to plug the article, it may be a flawed system, but it's always been a pure system. Yeah. Um, And... If, if fans are voting people in, that's like the dumb all-star game in baseball where people are voting in. Or basketball. Or and basketball. All, 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 or what, all, all, all all-stars. All all-stars should be voted on by their peers and not by fans. I understand why they do it, but I don't think fans have the wherewithal and the understanding of what makes a good athlete. They go for popular athletes. That's all they do. They don't. They go for Derek Jeter. They go for they go for all these players who are way past their prime, who are batting two twenty and stuff like that, and who had maybe little reason to do that um, to be in the game. Sure. Besides that, makes sense. But I'm just saying, fans are fickle. Yeah, I don't
0: know. No, no. I number one, I appreciate you being so passionate about it. Um, I'm just surprised that you've changed. I, I'm not. I I haven't changed so much. I I think it's horrendously stupid an idea of having an achievement in popular film. Cause again, what constitute a popular film? Um, and just like That's all of my what you said. Too. So if you're going to do, and this was more of a, a, reaction to the comment that we had. So again, thank you for the comments. We always appreciate it. Um, if they're going to go out, they should have, what, what if the academies came out and said, we're going to have best drama, best action, Best comedy. Okay. Would that make more sense?
1: That would make more sense. Okay. But they're just doing one. They're not yeah, doing. Yeah, you're right. They're not doing that. That yeah. You're absolutely right. That would make a lot more sense. But then. Yeah. but, but That, are, that but was then, my point. But then they would also drag out an already extremely long award ceremony that they're trying to cut down on. Like, I understand the reasons why they're doing it. It just seems like a silly idea to me. Like I don't know if you saw this. Disney came out this week. What did they say?
0: Um, and they said Black Panther. They said they are they are doing a. So the way Oscars work is studios do Oscar pushes, right? They campaign for their actors, okay. Okay. they campaign for their films. Um, they have said that they are campaigning for Black Panther, not just the popular film, but they are campaigning for the full Best Picture. It's not going to win. Um, it's but probably not going to win, but I think it will definitely win the popular. But I think they, they want that. it. The way, the way it sounds is that they'd rather have it nominated for Best Picture than, versus than win popular yeah, film. just have it be nominated for Best Picture. Because right now, there's that that level of prestige of being Best Picture
1: versus just saying... I can saying, see you get nominated. I can you're, see you hey, get nominated. You're, you're
0: the popular film. If right now, I could tell you the most popular film of the year was Infinity War. And that's not going to change because that made over two billion dollars at the box office. Exactly. Just give the award to Infinity War now if that's what we're going to go by. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that we're going to get more and more stuff about this as it comes out. Uh, but thank you for the follow up. Yeah. Um, that was. I thought that was a great idea, and I wanted to um, to share that. I think that that makes sense. Uh, Movie Pass continues its sinking ship. Yep. Uh, its how are they staying afloat? I really don't know. I don't know. Um, they're sharing ship. abandoned sh- ship. <laughs> Their shares are at an all-time low. They are in the single cents now at this point, so you can just get MoviePass shares for pennies on the dollar at this point. Um, MoviePass has, of course, gone to now, their whole motto was one film a day. They have gone down to three films a month. Now MoviePass has done a little trickery, um, if you want to call it that, um, when certain subscribers wanted to opt out of their movie pass subscription, you of course just like any membership or anything like that you pay for the month so you get the entire month. Uh, when you try and cancel you go through cancel, cancel cancel all that stuff press yes yes yes. The next time you open up your movie Pass app to purchase a ticket while you're still on the month, there is a new kind of guideline screens. So it's like let's say it's similar to the Apple iTunes. You just kind of open it, and you click, I agree. You don't really read it, do you, Joe? No. No, you don't really read it. Um, so MoviePass did this thing where they did that, and most people just clicked on and agreed it. And when they thought their MoviePass was expired on a certain date, guess what? They were still charged for their MoviePass. MoviePass said, oh, when you clicked and agreed it, that writing was basically saying, this is our new plan. If you click to agree, then we're going to just re-enroll you. So a lot of people were obviously furious about this. Technically, they didn't do anything wrong because you... They just did something shady. It's just shady, and I feel like that's their business practice. I, um, I'm very happy to be off Movie Pass. Yeah. I love AMC Subs list. Um, I absolutely love it. Booking tickets in advance, planning things out. Three films a week is more than enough for me. Um, absolutely love it. Movie Pass seems very, very shady. Anything else on that, Joe? Bacord, just quickly,
1: you want? I... Uh... I went to go see a movie with my father and there was a lady in line looking to use MoviePass and she was having trouble with it, literally in front of me. And I turned to her and I said, you need to get out of this ship right away. <laughs> yeah, and they, they... You need to cancel your MoviePass membership because it's a sinking ship. It's done. It's um, done. Yeah, I mean, and you can only get it's certain films ten. at certain times.
0: It's just really ridiculous. Um, another story I'm following up with from a couple weeks ago The was the Marvel 10-year IMAX releases... Now, all of the theaters have been announced. They are mostly AMC theaters, only for the simple reason that AMC theaters, for the most part, are the ones that have IMAX screens. The entire schedule is out now. Again, every single film will be shown at least once. Uh, for the first five days, it's four films a day. and then Four it, films a day. Again, you just buy individual Jesus. tickets. Um, the next two days are certain films being rehashed um, I you know things like that like Black Panther Thor Ragnarok Spider-Man Incoming, some of the more popular films Infinity War things like that on the final day the final two films that were voted as the most popular Marvel films do you want to take a guess what those are Joe off the top of your head
1: Infinity War and Black Panther
0: uh, it was the first Iron Man and the first Avengers so those are the two films that will close out the Marvel releases the IMAX releases I thought that was pretty cool um, I do have my tickets for some of them because um, I can use my AMC subs list. So that was very cool. Beautiful. Um, I am going to go see the first two Captain America films. Captain America First Avenger and Captain America Winter Soldier. And I'm going to see the first Avengers. So I'm very excited about that. I um,
1: thought that was cool. Yep. Um, IMAX definitely engages you in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, I know your. Maybe
0: not getting excited to go see, but something that I thought we've been showing you, Jurassic Park. This makes me feel old. Uh, Jurassic Park is celebrating its 25th anniversary. We're riding the ride. Uh, we are riding the ride. So that's going really shut cool. it down. Um, so this, they're they, are, they are having Fathom Events is having a special 25th anniversary screening. It's a three-day event. Um, Fathom Events, if you don't know, are simply just going to the movie theater and doing, basically just watching the film. There will be a special introduction also, with Jurassic Park, and I'm not going to the Fathom event, I actually hope to do this. Um, we it is The San Francisco Symphony will play the film in front of you with the San Francisco Orchestra performing the music right in front of you. I did this last year with Indiana Jones and uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was very, very cool. It was something I hadn't done before. Um, it was very, very cool. Um, if you have not seen Jurassic Park on a big screen, I would suggest going to see it. Again, it's a very... Unique experience, a very different experience. It's very awesome. We talk about these. I'll talk about a film later that you should see on the big screen. But again, these films were made to be seen on screen. Um, And you and I have some exciting news about that as well. We brought up a story about The Dark Knight a little while ago. Um, It wasn't really playing in our area. But while it just so happens to be, while we are in LA next week doing quote unquote work. We, (laughs) The Dark Knight is playing at Universal City, Um, so we are going to go see it. I can't tell you how excited I am am to see it. Yes, Um, again because these films are meant to be seen on the big screen, especially.
1: Why do you look so serious, Mac? Oh, I thought you were asking me a real question. Uh, (laughs) But that was good.
0: That's a good quote. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it. To be honest, Um, films like this are, are meant to be seen on the big screen in a crowd. Um, yes, you can watch it anytime on your Blu-ray, on your Netflix. But it's a very different experience seeing it on the big screen. So I'm very excited about that. Last but not least, the last follow-up. I mentioned D23 several times about the expo. Ticket prices are now tickets. Excuse me, tickets are now on sale. Ticket prices for D23 Gold Member prices are 177 dollars for a three day, and it's sixty-seven dollars for a one day early bird. The Early Bird special runs August 23rd so that's now through November 20th. If you're a non D23 member it's $249 for 3 days, for all 3 days, $89 for 1 day. A Gold Member costs you about $70 per year and you get a bunch of D23 perks with it. You get perks inside the park, you get a magazine, things like that. So it basically pays for itself if you do indeed buy D23 Expo tickets um i am a d23 member i love the magazines they're very very cool um i enjoy i have not bought my ticket yet but i have until november 20th to get the early bird discount if you are a d23 member you can buy one for yourself and one for a friend nice. if you're at the expo and you're a d23 member you get priority access to the big events to the big uh halls the big Showcases. engagements and your friend gets to go with you as long as you have your D twenty three ID with you.
1: Nice. Interested in going, Joe? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, going to be a lot of good news coming out from uh, Phase Four that we talked about earlier, and we'll get
0: Star Wars Episode yep, Nine Star at Wars. that point.
1: Yep. Um, so yeah,
0: I, I'm. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm obviously going to buy my tickets. I'm very excited about going. Uh, the one thing I will say. Um, you can you can obviously buy three day tickets or one day tickets. Last year, the one day tickets for Saturday were sold out extremely quick. Uh, the reason why that was sold out extremely quick was that was the day that that Disney did their live action panel. Saturday is when they do their live action panel. Fridays do they when they do their animation panel. So they do it in separate batches. So that way you're not just they just do it separate. They have like a park and rec, one. They'll do it separately last D23 was the first time that they showed Infinity War footage and they had the Infinity War cast nice. so that was extremely important for people to make it there so people just bought tickets for day one or that for day two just to go um, if they announce if they say hey we're going to announce phase four at D23 that will be a very hot ticket as well Yeah. Um, that's all we have for follow up news if there's anything that we didn't follow up with let us know and I'll make sure that we get back to that couple box office things. Um, We are recording this on Saturday night, so we don't have box office numbers at this point. All I could tell you was that at this point, Crazy Rich Asians looks like it will win the second week in a row. Excuse me. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians is a film that I did see, um, kind of offhand. Wasn't really sure what to expect. I loved it, actually. Uh, I normally don't like romantic comedies, um, I saw it with a friend. It was it was really, really good. It was based on a book. I want to see the book. You want to see the book? I want to read the book um, <laughs> and see the film again. Um, that's what I meant to say. Do you have any interest in seeing this film, Joe? Where you're just kind of like, eh.
1: It did get really high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. People it's, love it. It's got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it just... It's
0: a a great date movie, let's put it that way. Yes,
1: it would be a good date movie, and unfortunately I don't have a date, so I'll pass. Well, (laughs) He's he's just being modest, ladies. Hit him up in the comments. Um,
0: What is significant about this film, obviously, is the entire Asian and Asian-American cast. Um, They are saying this is the first time since the Joy Luck Club, which I think is 93 or 94, the first time that there's been an entire... American studio film that has the entire Asian or Asian American cast, so it has huge cultural significance. What about Memoirs of Regation? That wasn't no, I don't think that was entirely Asian or Asian. I guess American. not. I guess not. Um, wasn't there like a white guy in that? Like I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm just uh, I don't
1: know, it. but just guessing,
0: yeah, I, I read that somewhere. Um, so I'm gonna stick with that. But, anyways, um, that's that. I did see a mile 22. Um, you saw Mile 22. I did. A random random Sunday. 20%
1: on Rotten Tomatoes I, saw, didn't, I didn't... saw
0: it last Sunday when you weren't here. And oh it's Sunday night and I had God. nothing to do. Um, I will I say, would rather watch Paint Dry than go see this movie for 20% on Rotten okay, Tomatoes. Well, Paint Dry would be a 0%. Um, I would say this about Mile 22. I want to give a shout out to Carlo Alban, who's an actor who I worked with very, very briefly before here in the Bay Area. He's gone on to... Work in Ashland. He's gone on to work in New York. We're not friends by any stretch of the imagination, but I do remember him. Um, and all of a sudden, he popped up on screen, and I was like, "Oh, I know that guy." So that was very, very cool. cool. Okay, very. Um, cool. That was the only reason why the film held any interest to in me. Well,
1: Ronda Rousey probably had more scenes than he Ronda movie. Rousey had a which bunch is, more which scenes. Ridiculous! Um,
0: ridiculous! It was just weird. Um, just crazy stuff. Not really that great. Um, Peter Berg does not. It, it just felt it didn't feel like a Peter Berg film for one thing. Uh, I Felt like Mark Wahlberg just wasn't really into it. He was like American, but he was like he kept like going in and out of a Boston accent and just like some straight American accent. Uh, the twist was really just silly. <laughs> um, I'm not going to spoil the twist, oh, but well. it was just it really didn't do anything for me. I would I would stay away. I'd rather take a twist in my drink than You'd probably rather take a twist in your drink. <laughs> Very classy, Joe. Okay, then, then, then go see this movie. Well, I'm sure you won't go see it, um, and I won't buy it, so you can't watch it for me. Um, one film that was mixed for me that I did see, and I think I, I you probably have the critics' numbers in front of you. The Meg. Um, the Meg. It was mixed. It was forty-seven percent. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. Um, I saw it in IMAX, so there there were certain scenes where it was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, like the way they filmed it, the CG was really cool. Um, I will say this, I really wanted the film to be fun, campy, humor, like just fun, and there were large portions of the movie where it tried to do that, and then the other half of the movie, it was really, really serious, like it really wanted you to care about the characters that are just, that are about to die, <laughs> and it, it didn't make any sense. Have you ever seen the movie Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, with like that was bad too,
1: that was bad too. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, it's not a great well, people film. People love
1: sharks, so it's, it's not
0: a great film, but, you it's, but it's fun. And people, and, and I really liked Deep Blue Sea. Like, I, I was hoping for that type of tone. Um, the Meg has made a crazy amount of money, insane amount of money. A lot of that money is made overseas and Asian. It's it's largely produced by Asian producers, so it's more than a way of making its money back. The Meg is apparently based on a book. I didn't know this before, hmm. um, and there are apparently six sequel books. Oh God! So look out for the Meg There's Two. There's
1: sequels to Sharknado too. Swimming, I'm not seeing that.
0: Swimming the theaters in uh, in three years time. So, um, so, so. A film I will not be seeing. Why not? Anytime soon is this ha- is so right up your alley. What Happy Time Murders? Yes, I saw it. Um, oh, you did see? I did see it. I won't, I won't be seeing it again anytime soon. <laughs> Um, I saw it the other afternoon, just randomly use one of my AMC stubs cards. Um, you weren't at least entertained. No, I hated it. Um, I, I, I thought there would be some redeeming qualities in it. Absolutely hated it. Disliked every moment that I was in the theater. Um, it held no redeeming qualities for me. There was, there was, it just felt like there was no purpose to telling the story. Like, why there was nothing original about the story, there was nothing funny about the story. It just felt silly. And I didn't know why they were telling the story. Um, I will say that at the end of the film, they kind of sometimes, you know, films show like the bloopers or behind the scenes. And there were some cool things, the way they told with puppets and things like that. Um, so that's cool. The puppet, that was
1: more interesting than the actual yeah, movie. Yeah, that was, you know, the puppets <laughs> were cool.
0: I, I will give Melissa McCarthy credit. She seemed very engaged. She seemed like she was giving a full committed performance. Um but yeah, if I see my, my Muppet characters, I want to see Kermit and Miss Piggy, and I don't want to see some makeup Muppet characters having sex. Like, it just... <laughs> this was a film that I was actually just... I was mixed on before, but I I wanted to give it a chance. I wanted to be open-minded and not judge it before seeing it. Um, that's, that's an hour and a half of my life. I won't get back. Um, and I normally usually and pretty positive about these things, and try and find redeeming qualities, and you know that about me. <laughs> uh, but the fact that I'm this disappointed about it means it sucked that bad. Um, having made up for it, though, was 2001, A Space Odyssey, and IMAX. This is the last film I saw. Again, these films are over two weeks, so I didn't just see this in the last five days. Um, again, we talked about films that people should see in theaters. This was incredible. I saw this film, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, like on VHS or something, like... When I was really young, when I was just getting into cinema, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I didn't understand it at all. Um, but now being older and having a deeper appreciation for film, uh, it's like a three-hour film, and I was, like, engaged the entire time. Like, it was incredible. Um, visually, it was stunning. Again, yeah, visually it's stunning. I can just imagine. In my mind, yeah. I can replay, like, watching it on... Even our TV is pretty big, but, like, just watching it on some random TV... And then now, just, like, having seen it in IMAX, the difference is, like, amazing. It was fantastic. That was a kiss to the camera, by the way. Um, if we were doing a video, do you would have that seen again. that. Never do that um, So that's what I would see. 2001 A Space Odyssey in IMAX is only playing up through this Thursday, I believe. So go out and see it if you can. That's the one film that I would recommend, recommend, along with Crazy Rich Asians, um, which will be playing for a while. Um, the IMAX theaters, like we said, will get, start to get used for the Marvel releases. So 2001 is literally just a strictly limited engagement. So that's that. That's what we're following up on. Some other random news throughout the last couple weeks. There was a new trailer drop this week. A couple new trailers. The first is Star Wars Resistance. It's the new trailer for the new show on Disney FD and Disney Channel. Um, anyways, Joe, did you check out the trailer? Uh, this is the John Favreau no, it's the no, um, it's
1: the cartoon one. Oh no, the no. I'm sorry, I didn't check it out. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. Um, that shows my interest level in it. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not a big TV guy. You know that. No, no, it
0: was. Um, yeah, it looked all right. It looked more like it was geared to kids, and um, we'll see. I don't know. It appears. My appearance on October seventh. I'll probably DVR it and just see see what happens. See if I like it. But if not, not a big deal. Uh, the next piece of news that I, this was where I didn't know if you'd be interested or not was USA has introduced, or they've announced they're going to have a new pilot called Treadstone, which is going to be based on it's a Jason Bourne spin-off. Of course, if you are a fan of the films like Joe is, it doesn't, tre- doesn't mean I'm going to be interested. doesn't mean you're in the story, but Treadstone is the headquarters, or it's the whatever you want to call it, the station where these spies become super spies. Assassins. The assassins become super assassins. Any interest in at least giving it a chance? Watching a trailer, Joe? I'll watch a trailer, sure. I'll check it out. Or the pilot. Watching a pilot. Or would a you movie. watch an episode? You you, you How, want? Long?
1: How long is the episode? <laughs> 20, 45 minutes. Come on, bud.
0: I'm, I'm going to start assigning you TV shows. As That's, that would be terrible. That would be so terrible. I'm going to start assigning you work. And it's all going to be TV shows.
1: Jesus. God. Yeah. So that's a no. No. I mean, it's just like the Jack Ryan spinoff they're doing. Oh, I'm so excited about that. With so that what's his out, name? He Sean does not Krasinski. even. He doesn't even look like a spy. Are you kidding oh, me? He's yoked. Oh my god! Oh uh, my
0: god! I'm so oh excited my for god. that. I'm so excited that 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 cool. comes out on streaming next Friday on Amazon Prime. Oh, I will let you know how that is on our yeah. next podcast. I'm stoked. Uh, anyways, moving on. Before Joe has an aneurysm, yeah. uh, Tessa Thompson has been announced that she will be voicing Lady, in Lady and Lady in the Tramp, which will be on the Disney streaming service. Again, I'm not huge on Lady and the Tramp. It wasn't a Disney film that connected to me. Um, but Tessa Thompson will at least bring me a little bit closer to watching it on a streaming service when I do inevitably buy it.
1: Yeah, uh, we've talked
0: about You that. have any? No, you're good?
1: No, I I mean, I, I still have yet to see any of the new live-action remakes of the original. Do you original... have any the Jungle Book? I've seen the Jungle Book. Oh my god, the Jungle Book is so good. Yeah, I know, you keep saying that. It's amazing. But the fact that you say Jumanji is good makes me not want to see the Jungle Book either. Okay, you haven't seen it, you can't judge it. <laughs> so I, I judge the book by its cover. Back That's back what me, I do. Back me up here, people. I, I judge the book by its cover. If
0: you're going to go buy Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes, check the Rotten Tomatoes rating for Jumanji, <laughs> and then come back to me. Anyways, moving on, before I just hit Joe in the head. The big news this week, which is kind of a shocker, um, and this could be more of a discussion topic as well, but we're just gonna gonna kind of brush over it real quick. Danny Boyle, who was going to be the director of Bond twenty five, love Danny Boyle, um, fantastic director, Academy Award winner for Slumdog Millionaire, amazing, done man. a bunch of stuff. Um, he has left the film as director. Um, the film was about to start shooting in a couple months or so. Apparently, this decision comes all the way from the producers up top as well as Daniel Craig, who did not like some of the potential acting choices alongside him, most notably the villain is what we're hearing. Um, Danny Boyle is very much an auteur filmmaker, kind of goes to his own beat, um, does his own films, doesn't really do studio films in the sense of he doesn't really, doesn't come off as the type of director that takes notes. Well, let's put it that way. Um, (laughs) And if you're in a franchise like this or a series like this, um, there are certain guidelines that you have to plan to. It's like going into Marvel or DC. Like you, if you want to go or Star Wars, if you want to play in the sandbox, you know you can play with our toys, but you have to play within the rules and the regulations. And it sounds like he didn't want to do that. Um, again, if they want to get a new director on um, to shoot in a couple months, that seems James Gunn. That's that seems. Cute. <laughs> that would that would be that would be the story of the year. Um, it seems highly unlikely, um, so they would have to reshuffle the release date at this point. It's scheduled to be released in November 2019.
1: This is probably Daniel Craig's last outing as James Bond. Although we did notice, or I noticed on um, uh-huh. news is on on the news on the internet that I I totally butcher his name. Sure, um, Idris Idris Elba Idris Yeah. Say it again? Idris. Idris. Okay. Idris Elba. It's very hard. I saw Molly's Game. He was in Molly's Game. He's fantastic. He was amazing in that movie. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. I still haven't seen The Dark Tower, though. I want to see The Dark Tower. Um, just, I always... He said he will not be a Bond yeah. guy. He will not be he will James not be, Bond. He will not be James
0: Bond. He is guy. the... Thanks for bringing that up. He's the bookie's favorite, quote-unquote favorite. Yeah. The bookie's um, They actually do bet on this in the UK. Uh, who's <laughs> going to be the next James Bond. And now there is a new... Bookie bet as to who's going to be the next director of the next James Bond film. Um, This will not happen. uh, But Christopher Nolan has already said he wants to direct a Bond film. Interesting. But he wants it to be his Bond. I see. So it will be like a like a like a like a Casino Royale type of a reset. I see. And he'll do that. So very cool. I would be very excited whenever that happens. I'd love to see a Christopher Nolan and Daniel Craig film. Um, but I, I understand You'll Christopher Nolan. you see any Christopher Nolan film. And yeah, you are going to see one in a couple of days. <laughs> I know. Um, so that's a little, you know, it's big news. My mom is a little heartbroken. My mom is is huge James Bond fan. Did you know, this is an interesting fact that I just read today, that Daniel Craig has been James Bond for 12 years now.
1: Longer than anyone else? Uh,
0: he is now tied okay. for the same amount of time. Sean Connery? Uh, it's Roger Moore. Um, Sorry, but dra- That's okay. That's okay. I uh, haven't I, seen the audience. I only know that simply because those Your are the mom. films. Yeah, I watched all those films with my mom. Um, that's how I, I love James Bond and started loving films, watching James Bond films. Um, during those 12 years, Daniel Craig has made a total of four films. Um, during the 12 years that Roger Moore was James Bond, he made a total of seven films. Um, so that just goes to, to show you. I thought it was interesting. Um, a trailer, another trailer came out. It was Outlaw King. It's a film that's going to be released on Netflix coming up. This is supposedly an awards contender for Netflix. Netflix is very well, much... Is
1: Chris Pine,
0: right? Yeah. Yes, this is a film, thank you. This is a film that's starring Chris Pine. Uh, Netflix is very much trying to make a push to get into the genre film game. Um, a lot of the films that Netflix releases now are, are not great films. Yeah. Um, I saw all Will
1: Smith was pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Although they, they have had some some minor successes, they are definitely trying to get into the, the film genre game. Did you check out the trailer, Joe?
1: I did not.
0: You did not? Okay. I apologize. That's all right. Um, that's your assignment next week. Check all out right. the trailer right. and get back to me on all that. Right. Um, it looks interesting. It doesn't give much of the story away. Um, it feels very much like a prestige film. You know, I, I think it comes out in October on Netflix, so you still have a little bit of time. Um, but I will definitely assign that film to you, so okay. I will make you watch it. Make me watch it. I I hopefully it's better than it. Bright,
1: which is the I one know, that was awful. That's the Will Smith film I was talking about. That, that was, was terrible. I was, that was pretty bad.
0: Uh, on some sad news... I know, this is very sad news, even though I haven't sad watched the show in some. a
1: while.
0: Um, the Big Bang Theory is going to end after its upcoming 12th season. Um... It's ending for a variety of reasons, supposedly, but I, I never, I I enjoy the show in terms of like, if there's nothing else on, I'll just if There's like, nothing else on. That
1: says a lot, people, because he watches a lot of TV, so if there's nothing else on, <laughs> you better believe there's nothing. I just, I, I never <laughs> got
0: into it, like I never watched it from the beginning, and then all of a sudden it's like year four, year five, and people are like, oh, the Big Bang Theory. Um and it's not like a Netflix show where you can catch up real quick. Uh to watch it on Hulu or something
1: yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's something like a Netflix show, it's like ten episodes per season. Like this is like twenty-three, twenty-five episodes. But they're half an hour. Right. So I mean I, I just never got into it. Um but in it's terms pretty fun. Inter- it entertainment funny. News it's it's a pretty big pretty big deal. Yeah. Um it's a so show that, that's much beloved by many people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. If You're a fan, enjoy this last upcoming 12th season, yeah. Um, yeah, sounds good. And you are, I'll save it, I'll, I'll save it, I'll save it. I'll put that nugget back in my pocket, I'll get you I later. What that's okay, don't worry about it. Uh, okay, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, Zendaya, who is known obviously as Zendaya the musician, she's also made the transition to acting. Uh, she was Mary Jane in Spider-Man Homecoming. She was also in The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman last year. She has been offered the lead in Disney's Little Mermaid. I can believe it. Um, one, Zendaya's great. I think she she was really good in Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, she has gotten... There has been some online backlash about it. Um, please, oh, please... I know. Is Soci- this, society's Is this awful. the reason why I th- I'm thinking... Tell me the reason I'm, why. I'm, I'm positive it's the reason why I think it because she's not wide enough. Oh my yeah. God. That's people so are awful. Stupid. People are awful. Who cares? Uh, but I don't think that's going to deter Disney. Uh, Zendai is a big enough star that if she takes it, if she wants it, then Disney will give it to her. I don't care. Uh, but certain people worry. will. Anyway. Anyways, um, the last piece of news that I wrote down, I didn't give it to you beforehand because okay. I just wrote it down. Han Zimmer has been confirmed to write. To write and compose the score for Wonder Woman 1984 cool uh, he did not write the score for Wonder Woman uh, the previous film but he did oh he did do he did the theme yeah and when he came, came out in Batman v Superman Batman versus Superman yeah, yeah. so he wrote you're the right theme. he didn't
1: do he didn't do he didn't do Wonder right. Woman
0: um, I didn't know that either until I read the article but he, he did the theme because he did Batman v Superman yeah. so that theme stuck with Wonder Woman in her solo yeah, film you. But she will. He will. Um, he will score Wonder Woman 1984. So that's all the news we have I love for today. I
1: saw him in concert.
0: You did. You are. You were very much all about that. Um, September film preview. Again, this is a long show. Uh, this is also the time of the year when you know you're starting to lose. Summer's over now. September means summer's over. So you're not getting a ton of blockbuster hits. You're not getting a ton of fanboy fanfare. Um, So yes, there are still major films to be released and we'll certainly cover those, but we'll also try and cover some more unique films. We're also going to try and cover some films that you and I would have an interest in seeing. So we're going to jump into it. September we're only going to do... I only picked three films this month, so if I missed a film that you're excited for, let us know in the comment section. I will make sure that we touch on that next week because I don't want to miss anything. First film I'm going to talk about, we're going to introduce, is The Predator. It's the new film. Shane Black is the director. Any interest,
1: Joe? Interest as a rental. I mean, I did see the trailer. It looks pretty good. It looks intense. Um, but it doesn't. Again, I, I, I'm not a huge. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm more of a fan. Of remakes than I am of sequels. That's an interesting topic we can have for another day. But that makes sense. So obviously this is this is a remake of sorts. Sure. Um, But it looks good. Yeah, it it looks. It looks. You know, it doesn't look like it's it's. Yeah, it looks like it's a very well done movie um, in terms of exciting the audience and getting me. You know, getting the suspense built up. Yeah, you know, I mean, but I'll probably just see it as a rental. I probably won't. I mean, I don't have movie, I don't have the uh, AMC stubs yet, even though you'd be saving money
0: literally every month.
1: Yeah, um, this was a film
0: we did not cover at Comic Con for our Comic Con coverage because there was so much stuff to cover at Comic Con, but they did screen stuff for Comic Con and it did very well. People liked it. People, um, Shane Black is the director. That's one of the reasons why this intrigues me. I'm not huge on the Predator franchise. I'm not huge on, you know, scary aliens. Like, uh, anyone that knows me knows that I'm not huge on those science types fiction. of films. I mean, science fiction, it's it's a little bit scarier than science fiction. It's like alien be oh, yeah, predators and things like that. Um, but I understand your point. Uh, Shane Black is, is a unique filmmaker, a unique film voice. He's done films like uh, The Nice Guys and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, he's done Iron Man 3, which is controversial. Um, mostly because it's straight away from the comics, but that's his sensibility. Um, it, it looks the way they've talked about it. It's going to be very much a Shane Black predator film, meaning you know they they're trying to sell it as the studio didn't have much interference with it because um, they wanted Shane Black hired Shane Black for his sensibilities. So if that's really the case, then it intrigues me a little bit more. Uh, if it, reviews come out and it feels like another studio film, then I'll probably just pass on it. Yeah. Um, but like you said, the images look cool. The trailers yes. look really cool. Yes, uh, The actual Predator itself it looks, looks awesome. awesome. Um, that will be shown in IMAX, so that will be something to maybe watch out for in IMAX.
1: Thank God it's not in 3D.
0: Uh, it probably is at some point, is it? Is I, don't it really? I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not going to see it in 3D if it is. Uh, another film that will not be in 3D, I guarantee you that, cool. yep. is White Boy Rick. It's cool. Uh, we talked about films that are starting to be award contenders. This is definitely feels like it, it has the potential to be an award contender. Uh, White Boy Rick, it's based on a true story. A uh, 14-year-old Rick, I don't know his last name. I didn't give you much information there. He was a drug dealer. He was an FBI informant. Um Matthew McConaughey looks amazing. Matthew McConaughey plays his dad. Looks amazing. Um, give me a rundown of what you saw on the trailer, what you're interested in. Anything else besides Matthew McConaughey? Does the story look interesting the to The story you?
1: looks interesting.
0: Anytime, Do you know anything about
1: No. Okay. Rick? Anytime, okay. Anytime I see a story that's based – anytime I see a movie that's based on a true story, it always intrigues me. Um, there was a movie I saw with Matthew McConaughey about six months ago called Gold – and that was an interesting movie, too. I enjoyed that movie, too. I think Matthew McConaughey is an amazing actor, um, and he looks like he's on point in this film, playing the father of Rick. I don't even know who Rick is. Like, I think he's, like, he's just a newcomer, no, I mean, oh, oh, the actor? Oh, I saw what you meant. No, the actor. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, the, he, I think the actor's just a, a newcomer. Oh, up-and-coming guy. Okay. Yeah, because he doesn't yeah, like like look newcomer. familiar at all. Yeah. He doesn't
0: look familiar at all. He's probably not 14, but he's probably like 18, 19. He's probably a fresh face. Um, It looks good. It looks very much like it's an an Oscar contender, an awards contender, uh, in the sense of it's based on a true story. It has prestige actors in it. Um, So we'll see. Uh, The last film we're going to talk about is The Sisters Brothers. It's Dumb a film man. that I don't know anything about except for the trailer that I saw. And the looks trailer awesome. looks pretty cool. Looks very um,
1: cool. Tell me a little bit about it, Joe. It's um, apparently. From what you saw. Apparently, uh, Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley are brothers, but the last names sisters. That's just that's just confusing on so many levels. I it's mean, probably it's probably part of the narrative. Maybe it's maybe yeah maybe that maybe that's t- maybe that's the kind of narrative they're going for. It looks very well and has Jake all in it too. He looks; it just looks like it's very it's packed with stars. Um, I'm really excited about it. It looks kind of like a like a, uh, a satire film um, mixed with a little bit of action and drama. You know, I'm not sure if it's like 310 to Yuma or not. Does or, it does it come if off if as like
0: a prestige film to you?
1: Or did it not come off as that? Because that, to be honest, I don't know what a prestige film means like, anymore. like a potential Oscar Oscar contender or it looks like it had it looks like it could be with okay. the with, with the firepower in terms of the actors it has. In it, in but, it. Yeah, that's my point. And it's it being, has Joaquin Phoenix, Jake Gyllenhaal, and John C. Riley, and it's being released at this time yes. of the year in September. You it's, know, it's, it's not going to be a. Yeah, fall flat. You know, movie. they
0: they they didn't release it in March. or No, April. like exactly. they're releasing it at this time. It's like For white. Reason. Yeah, it's like White Boy Rick. Like they're releasing it. Yeah. They feel like it's good enough to be released at this point at this time of the year. If it was a bad film, it, they'd just dump it at some other time yeah, of the year and just get it, rid of
1: it. It almost looks like it could be a uh, a uh, a film by uh what's his name? Oh, the guy who did Pulp Fiction. Quentin Tarantino? Quentin Tarantino. Looks like it could be a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah, that's interesting. But it's not. But it's just, it looks like it has that flavor to it. Cool. Anyway.
0: No, no, that's, um, yeah, so those are the three films that we highlighted. Those look very cool,
1: though. All three um, of those films
0: I actually might see. <laughs> if he gets AMC Stubbs. If
1: I get AMC stuff. Um, which is, he'll, pro- he'll probably
0: wait a year on that, because uh, that's just how that will go. Um, if there's anything we missed on September Films, there is a bunch of films coming out. Again, a lot of these films are independent films, so they're released at different points of the year. Let us know if we're missing something. Let us know if there's a film you would want us to see, um, and we will be make sure to check it out. Last but not least, we are going to follow up on part three of our of our Ranking Rides. Yeah, ranking. ranking rides at theme parks. I guess we never really came up with a name, but that's we never came up with that's a name. that's good enough. This is a pretty popular category for you guys, just like the other times we ranked. Um, one thing I did wanna note is I wrote this down literally last week or last last time we did the podcast and I didn't mention it and I felt bad about it. Um, someone pointed out that it's the 49th birthday, or two weeks ago, it's the 49th birthday of the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Oh, yeah, you do so happy birthday. To that, happy yeah. birthday to the Haunted Mansion. Did you know, Joe, you probably didn't know. Probably not. That uh, you know that the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland, every Halloween time gets, ho- every holiday time gets changed over before Christmas. Yes. Did you know that in Disney World, it does not? Hmm. Uh, the reason why they do that is, one, or I guess the, the main reason why they've said Disneyland is very much a, uh, a park, a passholder park. It's very much a park that regulars go to on a regular basis, maybe once a year or regular type of a experience. Disney World is very much the opposite. Yes, there are passholders at Disney World, but most people that go to Disney World, it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip. And for those that it. go, I can believe it. They don't want to change the experience of the haunted mansion for a temporary attraction. They I want see. it to be the same for everyone that goes, makes year sense. round, makes sense. So that makes sense. That's um, that's smart. Um, I enjoy both versions. It will actually be closed when we are going. Um, so I am sad, but I, I knew that beforehand when I when we made the date, simply because I know they close it three weeks prior hmm. to when they do holiday. We're gonna do Halloween changeover, and Halloween changeover will start September seventh. So, I knew I knew it was gonna be closed when I made the made the reservations. But it is what it is. The other ride that will be closed is the Matterhorn. Unfortunately, they are making queue renovations to it. The queue is is weird in Disneyland. It's basically just wrapping around. around yeah, the- a really tight, and then it wraps around the the Matterhorn, like you said. Um, so maybe they're gonna extend it out extend the queue out extend the coverage
1: okay. area out yeah as 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 a as a fan of the ride I don't understand why they're making renovations to the queue now I mean uh, they're making i like I understand that it's not peak season at the end that's but, why but why would you you've had this ride for how long and now you're making reservations renovations to the queue um I mean what? when did you just, when did, did they just suddenly wake up they do uh, sleep and decide to redo the queue. I mean like I mean, the yeah. same thing with star star to no. Space Mountain. Yeah. It's like when did you just wake up and realize that people are standing outside in the sun? I didn't know you were so passionate. I just about this. don't understand. Like, like it takes you that long to come up with this like um, plan? Where, yes, where was the
0: probably? Um, they, they were not going to close the Matterhorn obviously during summer season. I'm bitter. Um, I won't be able to ride it. That's what. That's what it boils and, down no, to. No, it's it's Matterhorn is a great ride, and, and I'm sure you and I both have it ranked pretty highly on our list. Uh, but it will also they need it to be ready by October cuz October hits and then it becomes 100% capacity again. So the end of August through September it's a pretty much it's not slow, Disneyland's never slow. I don't want to say you're just going to walk onto a slower, bunch of slower. It's slower. Um, and so this is if you're going to if you're going to close it down for renovations, uh, this would be the time to do it. Cuz you can't you simply can't have that ride closed in October, November, and December. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Um, now we have 22 uh experiences that i wrote down this is going to be a longer list than we had from before a couple experiences i did not write down i didn't write down anything in toontown except for roger rabbit i did not put dumbo i did not put sleeping beauty's castle the walkthrough i didn't put the storybook land canals i didn't put the merry-go-round I used to love the storybook uh, canals. i've the gone on it it's very cool i i I don't know why I didn't put that in there, to be honest. I think I just ran out of space or didn't even think about it. <laughs> um, a couple other little random things. I didn't put any restaurants on this one. Um, but we have 22 options. We're just going to jump right into it. We're going to give you maybe one line, one and a half lines about each item, why we have it ranked in the certain spot we are. I will preface my list by saying I enjoy all of these experiences. So even if I have it ranked low, it does not mean I, I hate the experience or dislike the experience. To me, that's just how how much I love Disneyland. So Joe, we're going to go four at a time. So go ahead and give me your
1: 22, 21, 20, and 19. Um, before we do that, real quickly, I wanted to preface mine and say I had to do it in pencil because I could not... I had to change things around. I had to erase things. I had to make sure that... I got them all in the order that I wanted and this was hard. so it was very difficult. Again, I agree, but some of these are not that fun for me. I gave this um, tea one alphabetical order as well. You do. So you should, it should. No, it would That, that the, was fine. That was fine. Tried to make it as non biases as i could yeah but uh in terms of 22 to 19 uh in no in no order well yeah do it in order do okay all right fine yeah. the worst ride that i can't stand <laughs> just say 22 i'm gonna say the worst, worst ride. ride there is buzz light astro blasters i okay. mean it's just not it's not interesting you're gonna me. ride that all day no i'm not You're just going to be sitting out there then. 21 Winnie the Pooh, another dumb ride, just not that interesting, not much going on. I'm not surprised that you have it there. 20, you're going to be very surprised. It's a small world. It's (laughs) one of the iconic rides there. But it's for families. It's not for just wait till wait till I reveal my list and and you and I are we're pretty similar so it's far. It's not. It's it's for families. Okay. And number nineteen, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Okay, we're gonna differ there. Not much going on with that one. I don't even think you like to spin it when we go on it. I like to spin it. Who doesn't oh. like spin? It? That's the point. Okay, come anyway. on, bro. Anyway, go uh, ahead.
0: twenty-two is the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, it's it's a cute ride. It's enjoyable. It's right next to Splash Mountain. You can walk on it, but again, it's not. It's not something that blows me away. Not something that I love. Uh, Twenty one is Mad Tea Party, teacups. Um, yeah. It's fine. It's okay. It's you know, it's enjoyable. It's a fun Disneyland experience. Take your picture of the teacup. There's nothing going on, but nothing overall where I'm just like, okay, I need to ride this ride. Uh, number twenty is "It's a Small World." You and I are the exact Boom. same on that, so that's we probably don't need to write it. was is what is what we're telling each other. Um, <laughs> it's it's fun. It's okay. It's nice on a hot day because you can get in yes. there and, and you can it's absolutely. It's a, it's a long ride. It's a cool ride inside. There's lots of little Easter eggs in there um, that Disney keeps putting in. They've added lots of characters from their films. It didn't always used to be like that. It used to just be basically the kids. cultures. Yeah, um, but they've added. Disney, you know, Pixar and Disney characters, so I think that's pretty cool, Uh, but again, it's still pretty low on the list for me Uh, number 19, you're going to dislike me for this, Uh, it's going to be Big Thunder Mountain Um, what is wrong with you? I know I don't know what is wrong with you, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad? There's something wrong, Joe. Oh it's my just an God! Opinion. I will say that ride is so cool.
1: It's 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 cool. Again, I like the ride, Joe. Oh I'm my not God. I'm not
0: killing the ride. We
1: Jack. could not be any more dis. We could not disagree. We any literally more. just
0: had like two of the same things right there. Bert. It doesn't
1: matter. This this ride, we could not disagree any further. Okay, if you have this at one, then it's not at one, I'm but just, it's in the top ten. I'm just not taking a Disneyland. It's in the top ten. Okay.
0: If he wants to go to Disneyland, just hit me up in the next two days, and then oh, I'll take fine. you besides Joe. Go ahead. Um, I will say that riding Big Thunder Mountain at night is a much more awesome experience for me. I Thank love you. riding the ride at night. I think it's very cool. Sure. Um, I don't dislike the ride of the quote-unquote roller coasters. I would say it's my least favorite one. I think the other roller coasters on the Disneyland property are better, and that's probably why I have it ranked so low. Well. Give me our 18, 16...
1: Amir, 18, 17, 16, 15. Don't skip 17. Okay. Uh, 18, I agree with you. Mad Tea Party, the teacups. Okay. Um, not much going on there. Number 17, uh, Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage, okay. I put. Um, i going to differ a lot on that one. Yeah, it's not, it's just all animated. It's just a, a blue screen with, with scenes. I mean, there's very little, it's unlike the old one. It's unlike the old submarine. You volumes. and I just have to write it again. And you'll see how amazing. Okay, it is. yeah, yeah, and I and I'm claustrophobic too, by the way. So that's why I don't like being underwater in a submarine. Well, you, um, let me tell you a secret. You don't really go that deep, buddy. I understand I that. Okay, number sixteen, Alice in Wonderland. Okay, that's and then, interesting. And then number fifteen, Snow White's scary adventure. We're getting okay. it. We're getting into the. Uh, the we're getting into evidence. the fantasyland rides. Some of them are cool. Some of them aren't. Okay. Um, it's interesting that you had Alice in Wonderland solo. I mean, Alice in Wonderland, it's its another iconic one, but we haven't ridden it in forever. I have. Well, you have, but every but, time we go there, because the line's too long, it's the first... its, the, it's the That would be something that, that... It's the ride that gets the longest, the quickest... Peter Pan. Okay. next but After, after that Pan, Pan, you're right. After yes. Peter Pan. And, and it's mostly you're standing outside in the hot sun. We'll mm-hmm. do Alice in Wonderland All this right. time. We'll do All
0: Peter right. Pan and Alice in Wonderland okay. this time. Okay. That'll be that'll be our Wednesday game plan. Okay. okay. I still don't know anyway. what our Tuesday game plan is cuz I'm I always have a game plan, but I'm very nervous about what to do Tuesday cuz that's Disney California opening. The opposite of Ma- Magic Morning will be in Disneyland on Tuesday, so you want to do the opposite. So, I don't I, know, see. I don't, I don't see. know what to do in Disney California well, cuz the Incredicoaster is just thrown a wrench into my plan, my foolproof system that I could get on all the rides within an hour and a half. It's now being twisted, now <laughs> uh, Anyways, we're just gonna keep going. Yep. Number 18. eighteen for me is I just had it. What did I do with it? Da, 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 da.
1: This is fabulous radio.
0: Uh, it is. It's eighteen. Is Pinocchio? Um, yeah.
1: I, okay. Fair enough.
0: It's it's an okay ride. Again, I like it. Yeah. Um, it's just there are better fantasy. Pinocchio wasn't the film that I connected to when I was a kid,
1: Pinocchio.
0: Um, so there are more of those rides that I will connect to more mostly because of the nostalgic experience. Uh, number 17 for me is Snow white Scary Adventure. All right, see, um, so we're a little close to there again. Yeah. I like Snow White more than Pinocchio, but I feel like the other rides in Fantasyland are better. Um, like the rides like Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland, they are newer rides. Um, so I will say that. Number 16 is Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters. All right, so you see, it's not that cool of a ride. Uh, it's very cool of a ride. We are <laughs> definitely riding it. Um, I will say that Midway Mania is a better ride than yes, Buzz Lightyear's I Astro would agree Blasters. With um, but I still enjoy it very much. Um, it's a fun ride. You can usually get on pretty quickly. Fast passes are usually available throughout the day. Um, it's a, it's an enjoyable experience. There's nothing there's negative about it. Um, you don't get claustrophobic it. Uh, number 15 is Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room.
1: Damn you! Why did you have to put it there? I'm just kidding. Mine's not that far behind. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> that was a large reaction for, for not a huge... Because you know I love the Tiki Room. I like
0: the Tiki Room too. It's very cool. I even...
1: You've never been on the Tiki Room before I met me.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I couldn't I tell you what I did when I was a kid. <laughs> um... I I enjoy going on it once when we're there. It's probably if I'm there for two... You like the Dole Whips is what you do like. If I'm there for... (laughs) That's that's true. That's not a lie. If I'm there for two or three days, I usually only do it one time. Yeah, Um, of course. It's fun enough to go in. It's kind of cool. You get out of the heat. Um, You are right about the Dole Whips. It's very cool. (laughs) Um, I will give you guys a tip on the Dole Whips. There are two lines on the Dole Whips. There's a line that's outside of the Enchanted Tiki Room's little... Entrance, and there's a line inside. They
1: have two lines. Uh,
0: Most people just go on the line that's on the outside, and that line is, like, super long. If you go on the line on the inside or right by the entrance— It's the same building. It's just on the other side of the building. Yeah, it's quicker. People don't know that. People just see the line, and they line up. So if you go on the inside of the Tiki, you know, in the Tiki Room entrance, the patio entrance, that line is, like, 90% of the time is quicker. Yeah. And you can take your Dole Whip inside. Uh, So that's my 18 through 15. Give me your 14, 13, 12,
1: and 11. We're getting down the nitty-gritty here. Okay, 14. I also put Pinocchio, just to agree with you. It's another one of those rides where you're riding on the, the scooters or whatever, and you're going through the kingdom um number 13 you're gonna hate me for this because I you. know this is number one for you sure. Mr toad's wild Ride. it's another one of those Fantasyland land movies there's not too much I'm to I'm surprised it. you have it so I so There's I'm not, not too much to it number 12 the only show we have is smack dab right in the middle for me is fantastic it Kay. was very cool We're pretty close it's on that. it's, it's, it's it, it and then number 11 11 is the TQ room 11 okay. is the TQ it's fine. We're, we're doing pretty close. Yeah, right? we're, except for Big Thunder on Railroad. That's ridiculous. Except, okay, relax. Ridiculous. Okay, relax, buddy.
0: <laughs> uh, you're getting too animated about this. Uh, number 14 for me
1: is... You should have written this in order.
0: I should have written this in order, but I just didn't. So I don't know why I didn't do that. Let me come back to it. Number 13 is the Matterhorn. Matterhorn oh. bobsleds.
1: Oh... What man? That's ridiculous. What do you mean? It's ridiculous, joke. Okay, you put Big Thunder and and Matterhorn outside the top ten. Yeah, I did. That's um, so disappointing. But again, I feel like that's more of a more of
0: a view on how highly I rank the other rides.
1: Yeah, but Mr. I will Toe's say gonna be
0: number one. It's not, such an amazing ride. It's
1: not going to be number one.
0: Um, I I will say that I love the Matterhorn. I, I truly do enjoy the experience. I think it's very cool, especially with all the renovations they've done just the last couple really years. He
1: gets scared on it from the, from the, from the
0: Yeti. That's, I, that's the I reason. Don't get scared. Um, I very much love the ride. I do enjoy it. I am sad that, that it's going to be closed when we're there because um, that's definitely a one or two ride a day um, experience for me. Riding it at night is very cool. As well. It is very cool. Um, number, thir- number 14 for me, I skipped it. Number 14 is fantastic. So we're. Close. We're similar on the ballpark there. Yeah. Um, I I did enjoy. I you know it's it's good. I, I haven't seen the new show. Um, just like World of Color, uh, Fantasmic will be closed when we're there again. It's the off season, so they are retooling some of their stuff. They will have a different different story, probably at least World of Color will for for holiday holidays Halloween. Um, but I, I enjoyed Fantasmic every time I've seen it. I think you have kind of. Convince me a little bit that maybe I'm underrating it, um, but I, I do like World of Color more. But that's just my opinion There's something. It's it's just someone's personal opinion, not not the end of the world. Number twelve for me, I'm jumping all over the place. Is Alice in Wonderland for me? I have it ranked a lot higher, a lot Four higher. Four
1: spots. Four spots. Um,
0: I, I lo- Alice in Wonderland is one of the Fantasyland rides, just like Peter Pan. That got a huge makeover. Um, so yes, there are still the classic animatronics, but there's lots of new stuff in it. Uh, you are very much right. It is like Peter Pan. It's the, it's the two, those are the two Fantasyland rides that get bogged down early. Uh, pro tip, if you're going to Disneyland at Rope Drop, you got to speed walk so fast to Peter Pan. Um, and then right after Peter Pan, you get off and you go right to Alice in Wonderland. Um, I, I did that. Uh, last time I was there, I was the eighth person in line for Peter Pan, which was amazing. So the park opened at 9 o'clock. I was off the ride by like 9.03. Uh, once I got off the ride at like 9.03, because it's like a 90, it's like a 60-second ride, the line was already 45 minutes. For, for Peter Pan. That's insane. That's insane. Um, at that point, Alice in Wonderland still pretty low-key. You can just walk on at that point. Um, but once everyone gets off Peter Pan, they go right to Alice in Wonderland. So you want to hit a Peter Pan right away if you can. Speedwalk. You and I could do that. You and I could push some babies out of the way, some strolls out of the way. We'll get there.
1: <laughs> George oh, and Stein.
0: We'll go. make it happen. Uh, number 11 for me is Space Mountain. Oh, my God. I can just hear the I can hear the ridiculous. Joe, it's just a list. the man, top relax. 10. How do you make? Oh, God, whatever. It's just, go ahead. It's go just ahead, a go ahead. list for fun, Joe. Go ahead. Go it's ahead,
1: just it. a list for I'm fun, Joe. I'm so disappointed. Jeff. All right. Well,
0: like I said, anyone wants to go to Disneyland. Apparently, Joe and I do not want to ride the same rides. So well, we are going to
1: ride everything anyway. Yeah. Just, just the fact that you think so so poorly or so lowly of these rides just uh, makes me question. Okay. Anyways, uh, go. Give me your ten, ten, nine, eight, seven. Okay, ten. Before I hit the head again, Peter Pan. That's the that's the last that's the last fantasy ride. It's the best one they have. Peter Pan is at ten. The best dark fantasy then, right? Because you're still gonna have Matterhorn, how about that? You're right, sorry. I'm no, thinking, but the I'm last thinking dark of the, rides. I'm thinking of the children rides. Yeah, the dark yeah. rides. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: that, no, that's fine. Okay. I just wanted to make Number sure Number nine that
1: we're good. Star Tours. It's just you're just sitting in an animatronic you're just sitting. So let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you like going to Disneyland? I do like going to okay, Disneyland. Okay, because it sounds like you don't. But Star Tours is Your number not,
0: nine rated ride is just like, you're just sitting there. I don't it
1: really is. like You're it. just sitting there, and you're just in a hydraulic thing that moves up and down. Like, it's fun, but it's not my most uh, cool experience ever. Okay, number eight. Here we go. These are all top tens, so these are pretty good rides. Number eight. They're all jump- good rides. Jungle Cruise, okay. you love the Jungle Cruise, so that's why I put in the top ten. Because I put it there, because okay. you want it there. All right, number seven, the Haunted Mansion. All right, these are all great rides. Top ten is just the cream of the crop. For what, me. what was the difference between Jungle Cruise and Haunted Mansion? There, there was is. very little. I'm splitting hairs there. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> go, go okay. ahead. My number ten is Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. So you we, had we, that ranked number ten.
0: I know. We obviously Where's disagreed you? a lot with them. you. Maybe part of this is... You just have a thing for whatever her name Jessica is. Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. I don't, because uh, she's a cartoon. She's not real. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're such a dick, bro. <laughs> uh, I just lost my train of thought. Now, now I'm just thinking about Jessica Rabbit. Uh, I'm going to have to edit this part out. Uh, da da Roger Rabbit. I To me, I... I. I <laughs>
1: dude, dude, how was that
0: dick? Um, there's 12 rides <laughs> um, I, I view Roger Rabbit in the sense of it's it's a Toontown ride I think Toontown is really underrated um, it's very very cool most people don't go to Toontown I Roger Rabbit to me was one of my one of my most influential films one of my favorite films growing up um, so it certainly holds a special special place for me maybe that's why I like it I like the fact that you can spin the car. Um, I like the fact that it tells a story. Um, yeah, I very much enjoy Go it. Ahead. Go ahead. Um, you done judging? No. No. Nine.
1: Do so you want to stop, bro? I'm, I'm just, just accepting. Jesus. I'm accepting the fact that you're that you
0: must be. Do you to. realize that like the entire trip is like based on what I want to do? Right. Number nine. Number nine. All right. Number nine is Peter Pan. Uh, Peter Pan is the most Technologically advanced fantasy land ride, dark ride that there is. It's new, uh, newer new They did major refurbishments to it. The like like Joe and I mentioned before. The line is crazy, crazy
1: long. You did ride it the last time we were there, did you? I like it. it. I love it. It's awesome. I love the fact you're in a ship and you're dangling from the rail. Was it's it not... worth the forty-minute wait? We weren't sitting at was it a 40 minute Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Because yeah. we were waiting
0: for another Fast Pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fine, But it was fun. Uh, because we had ridden everything else at that yeah, point. So yeah, we just kind of went on it. Uh, number eight is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, my. Joe. It's, it's just a list, go ahead. bro. Go ahead. Do you really not want to go Disney, Go Disneyland, ahead, no. God, damn, You go are just, like, worse than my mom right now. Go ahead. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Love the ride. Uh, it's an original Disneyland ride. Um, I, d- I, I really didn't don't like the what they added with jack sparrow I, I really wish they would have kept it just the ride itself um you know but they added jack sparrow obviously because of the the proclivity of the films how successful the films were but i get it i understand um it's a great ride i have it at number eight so you can't really go wrong there um it's a ride that loads pretty quickly and get in and out i do love it um It's very, very fun. We always check it out at least one time. Number seven is Indiana Jones Adventure. Uh, This would be higher for me if it didn't break down so much. Um, It usually breaks down once or twice a day. feels like it's every time that I'm on the ride. Uh, But other than that, I love it. I love the ride story. It tells a story. It goes through. Um, It's very, very cool. You like that ride, I assume, Joe, because we haven't announced yours yet. Yep, correct. And that is all I have for that. So give me your give me your
1: six, five, and four. So now we'll go in threes. Number six, which couldn't be further from you if we were throwing darts. Big Thunder Mountain Are you trying to make me feel bad? Big Jim? Thunder Mountain Jesus. Railroad, number six. Alright. It's an What's, amazing what? it's an amazing roller coaster. It's so it's, I'm got, surprised it's got the explosions. Have that. It's got the explosions going on. It's oh. got like the dips. It's fantastic at night. We usually have a fast pass for it every time we ride it, so we skip half the line. But you can who say that who for, gets you the fast passes, You can Jeff? say that for any ride, I know.
0: Be a little more grateful, anyway. Buddy. anyway. Be a little grateful, Joe.
1: What saying. was your question?
0: No, no, no. I, I wrote it down wrong. I was going to say, why did you have it out of that? Why did you have that roller coaster Above the others, but you have know, the other I ones don't. after. I don't. I just wrote that down. And number one, so five,
1: Matterhorn Bobsleds. That Again, it's line. it's always breaking down as well, um, and I ha- and I don't get to ride it that much. Um, yeah, I cool, love though. the Yeti. It's super scary, uh, or not super scary, but it's scary at times. It's a little oh, it's jarring. jarring. It is a little jarring. But that's a good um, thing, though. That is a good thing. It's It's a different type of ride. Um, number four, Space Mountain. Again, the three roller coasters oh, in a row. I'm surprised Space, you had that low. Space Mountain number four. It's in the top five. I feel like that would be your favorite ride. Though. It is my favorite ride, except that it always blinds me at the end when that flash of picture light blinds hey, me. We'll just close and your eyes. When yeah, you know but then I'll be when like, oh, I'll have my eyes closed. It's not like you buy the, the picture. The picture. It's Not like you buy the pictures, bro. Anyway, all right.
0: Course, please, um, okay, there we go. Number six for me is Jungle Cruise. Uh, so we're pretty similar there. I, I love the believe Jungle Cruise. I
1: not the Nemo ride this high. This is ridiculous. Do you want me to keep going? Keep going.
0: All right. Because uh, I don't like your judgy tone. Uh, number six is Jungle Cruise. Love the ride. Love the experience. It's an original Disneyland attraction. Um, absolutely love the experience. Number five is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I know that this is really extremely high, especially compared to yours. It probably isn't the fifth-best ride in Disneyland. I will acknowledge that publicly. But again, everyone's Disneyland experience is unique. Um, there are certain nostalgic moments that will be more meaningful to other people. So I will fully admit that this ride should not be this high. It's okay. I understood um, that. But yeah. I, I just
1: didn't anticipate Big Mountain Railroad.
0: But for me, Mr. Toad, what it meant to me as that's a kid. Fine. That's fine. You read the books. So
1: it's all good. Um,
0: that's why that one's so high for me. And number four is Finding Nemo. Okay. Um, so we're obviously... God. We're obviously very very different about that yeah um, I do enjoy the ride though i I do yeah I, I do love the experience I think it's very very cool um, there is animatronics and then there's also screens um, so it tells a very detailed story it tells a cool story um you can sit on either side of the boat and you can see the same exact experience as the other person next to you because they have the same show basically on both sides of the boat um, I didn't know you were claustrophobic so if you want to wait for me, that's fine. Uh, there we go. I got that in. Um,
1: so now we're four. at your, your top. Oh, that, that, was, that four. was four. That was for. So right. now we're down to the bottom three and now I feel like I know where you're going. All right. And, and at least we agree on this. Splash Mountain is in the top three. Thank God. Um, we agree on that. Um, Number three for me is Indiana Jones. Number three uh, is Splash Mountain. No, no number no, three I'm is – I'm saying Splash Mountain in the top three. Got it. Okay, number three is Indiana Jones. Number three is Indiana Jones. Not that far off on that um, one. I do agree with you. It breaks down a lot, but just the I attention to detail. Um, Absolutely. I like the fact that it has fire going on, but it does break down – a lot of the time. The queue is incredible. It's That's one of a the, great point. It's one of the best queues in a, in a ride that I've ever been it on. It might be the best queue in Disneyland, do you think? I mean, a lot of Disney California I agree. is new.
0: I agree. But Disneyland is, is older experiences. The queue Indiana Jones is
1: the best. I would agree. So it's it's almost oh. you
0: don't want to get a Fast Pass all the time because you're missing yeah. part of the queue. But. <laughs>
1: well, the <laughs> outside part isn't that good with the Jones. That's jungle. true. That's true. Anyway. Number two, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain is one of the coolest rides. I, as as you and I both know, it's the long. It's a long ride. It's the longest ride. It's the longest ride that they have in the park. Um, also, I love. I absolutely love. It brings me a great joy to watch you sit in the front row and get absolutely drenched. Okay, so I'm just
0: gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna clarify this. Last time we went. It was at night. At night! Because no one rides us at night! Because no one rides it at night. Um, But we had fast passes, and that's just how it was. (laughs) We were with two girls, um, and they weren't obviously going to sit up front. Uh,
1: So you did the gentlemanly thing. I did the
0: gentlemanly thing. Ah, and you fell on the sword. I immediately regretted it, because (laughs) I am by far the heaviest person of the four of us. So that... Didn't help matters. Um,
1: but yeah, I got, I got drenched.
0: Anyway, um, so but it, that is what it
1: is. Yeah. Anyway, great ride. I love this. I love. You're welcome, ladies, for that yeah, sacrifice. I love, I love the story it tells. I love how it worms its way through the mountain. I love the huge drop. I love that it goes pitch black when you go into the hole, when you go down the last drop. So you really can't see where you're going. Um, uh that leaves number one the best ride they have at Disneyland, the quickest ride, maybe maybe not the quickest ride in terms of line, like you can get on Winnie the Pooh quickest, but you have to factor in wait time for this ride, and it goes extremely fast because there's so many boats. Lots of boats. Lots of boats pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, however the hell you're supposed to say it. We're splitting hairs on that they, too. They
0: they know they know what you're anyway, saying. Anyway, though
1: that's my top three. I don't even know what your top three are going to be because you're, you're you're just a hodgepodge over there. <laughs> Anyways, um, like I said, anyone who wants to go to Disney
0: <laughs> in the next couple of days, let me know. Anyone who wants to go to the Six Flags, hit me up. No one does because no <laughs> one's 13 anymore. Uh, number three is Star Tours for me. Uh, I love Star Tours. Part of that is based on my love for Star Wars. Um, there are different experiences you can have. You can ride the ride three or four times during a day, and you can get different experiences, which I think is very, very cool. Um, I, I, you know, I love going to different planets, seeing different characters. I love the new additions, uh, the new films. There are new. There is now a Star Tours with BB-8, with Finn, with Poe, um, with Maz Kanata. Um, so that's very cool. I enjoy that very much. I love how they update that on a regular basis for the films. I think that's very cool. That's my number three film. Number two, I'm surprised that we have this the exact same at Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Mountain. Boom. Um, so Boom. We, we, do, we do agree on that. Um, love Splash Mountain. Love the attention to detail. I love how you're going up. You're on the outside for a little bit. You're seeing things on the outside. You can get a very cool view of Disneyland if you're looking out at certain points. And then you go inside, and again, the story's very cool. You're you're learning about the story of Briar Rabbit um and then obviously the drop is pretty pretty awesome you end with the big animatronic scene inside where they're singing the song um it's very very cool it's a wonderful ride um it's worth it to get a little wet and sometimes it's feels good on a hot day and it's always hot in southern california so there's that and my number one is going to be the haunted mansion Uh, love the haunted mansion love everything about it everyone knows my love for that ride i'm not going to go into it um I'm a little sad it's going to be, be not running where we're going, but if I may get back in October, I'll be able to check out the version, the Halloween holiday version. Um, I will say maybe next episode or the episode after, maybe next episode we're going to recap our trip, but the episode after I will give you guys a sampling of what the changes are to Disneyland Disney California. So that way if you're going in the next couple months, you guys can, can hear about those changes and be prepared. Um, What's the most exciting thing you're excited about about our trip, Bud? So we're going. Down. You really want to know? Yeah. You want the audience members to hear this? I don't want I don't want you to say just hanging out with me my most
1: my most exciting part of this trip is hanging out with you, Mac. Okay. Absolutely. What what, Absolutely. what what tangible part of the trip are you most you're excited? You're tangible. About? I can hug you right now.
0: All right. Let's just answer the question. <laughs> what what tangible part of the trip are you excited about? The drive. <laughs> so we're probably going to play this podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, I will say that my most tangible excited part, obviously, you. But oh, I will say, um, I'm very excited to the Dark Knight. I didn't know. I'd, That'll be very cool. I didn't think I'd be this excited to see it. Um, also, I do have a surprise. You do Monday morning. I, you do. You do. Um, and I'm. It's been a. It's been a couple of years. It's been about a year and a half since I've done this. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Mark for hooking up the tickets. Um, you're going to have a great time. It's going to be awesome. Make sure you have your camera, uh, your new phone. It's going to be very, very cool. Okay. Um, I think you're going to like it. Um, but, yeah, Disneyland's awesome. And, of course, we're very excited about Universal as well. I'm very excited about Universal. I think you're going to love Harry Potter. Uh, it's a very, very cool experience. And, of course, you are going to ride Jurassic Park a couple times. It'll yep. be very nostalgic for us. But I'm very happy that we're going before it closes because that's too. very sentimental. Too. for both of us um this has been a long show but it's been two weeks so we had to make up for it somehow i love you guys for listening you know follow comment like share subscribe reach we get us out there share us um if you want to be a guest on the show let us know let us know what we're missing let us know what you guys want us to talk about and we'll be back next week to give you some more news and we'll also be back next week to recap our trip and
1: We'll go over all the
0: fun stuff we did. Absolutely. Um, Love
1: you guys, and thanks for listening. Yep. Take care, guys.